mountain. Hey, my friends, Brett Wilson here, your host and trail guide at Mountain Zen Den, encouraging you to connect with nature for mindfulness and personal growth. Naturally. Well, how are you? I am so excited to be back with you after an extended hiatus where we've taken some time to get away and do some planning and restructure things here at the Den. There is so much to tell you and I cannot wait to share with you all the incredible human beings and resources we've been meeting and curating just for your well-being and personal development. We're starting a new season here at Mountain Zen Den. Can you believe it? Season 6. Over the past few months I've had the opportunity to face some personal challenges aka personal growth opportunities, as do we all. And I've been doing some deep thinking, strategizing, repurposing, and making new friends and some truly wonderful, meeting some truly wonderful and inspiring people. We're going to be introducing them to you in the next several episodes. Uh, Musicians and writers, documentary, wildlife filmmakers, deep thinkers, and spiritual healers, all beautiful souls who are deeply in touch with the natural world. So stay connected. You are in for a real treat. The challenges, struggles, and processes over the past few months have helped me realize more than ever how very short life is. As Michael Singer, author of Living Untethered, points out, and I quote, Sitting on a planet through vast outer space for a handful of years, in the broadest sense, this is the human predicament. Earth has been here for 4.5 billion years, yet each of us is limited to roughly an 80-year ride on the planet, give or take a few years. Well, I've committed to using what's left of my 80 or so years to not only grow to become the very best version of myself, my inner daimon, to use the Greek word for it, but to take a whole bunch of like-minded folks along for the ride. In fact, on a joy ride, a hero's journey through nature. So if this sounds like you and you haven't already, I invite you to join the Mountain Zen Den community by subscribing to Mountain Zen Den at mountainzenden.com. You'll get updates and information and a whole mountain full of resources in our blog cabin newsletter. And there's so much goodness and positive things happening out there that we'd like to share with you to help you in your journey for personal growth and well-being. I'll just mention a couple of them today, and you can learn more and find the links to them on our resources page at mountainzenden.com resources. Finally, I'm excited to share some personal news. Over the past couple of years, I've been writing a book based on some of the nature-based life lessons learned, insights and personal observations I've made relating to nature and personal growth, and the working title is Grow You, Cultivating Your Garden of Well-Being, Transform Your Inner World, Become Your Best Self, and Enjoy Life to the Fullest. It presents practical nature-based guidance and meditations for becoming the best version of yourself through personal transformation, featuring stories, practical ideas taught by experts, and daily meditations you can use on your journey of well-being. Super excited, so stay tuned. Now, on to today's show. In the past, I've often found myself feeling like I'm just barely able to keep up with the seasons, always rushing from one holiday or event to another, never feeling prepared or truly able to live in the moment and enjoy it. So today, I thought we could get a jump on New Year's goals by getting a running start in November, before the holiday season begins, before all the running around, shopping, parties, and bad-for-you junk food binging, before setting traditional New Year's goals on New Year's Eve or the beginning of the new year. Can you imagine what a huge advantage you'll give yourself by getting a head start on the next year by starting several weeks earlier? 
So hopefully, we can make some forward-thinking plans and resolutions that will be well in place by the time New Year's rolls around, and we'll avoid having to undo some of the damage that has been done over the holidays, making it harder to get a running start on the new year. New Year's goals are great, but New Day's goals, lived day by day, lead to a life of excellence. And isn't that why we're here? Today, let's take some time to explore the concept of finding your purpose with a capital P. After all, if you don't know your purpose, how do you know how to make New Year's goals and plans? So what do we mean when we say purpose with a capital P? Well, your purpose should be your highest goal in life. Different from your mission, which evolves and morphs at varying stages of life, your number one purpose is to nourish your soul. As Abraham Maslow points out in the hierarchy of needs, what one can be, one must be. Now, if this sounds selfish or narcissistic, we need to remember the oxygen mask on the airplane example. If you don't first take care of yourself and you're not healthy in every area of your life, how can you help or be of any service to those around you? We all have the same purpose, and as I mentioned, that is to nourish our soul, to discover our unique calling and gifts, to grow to become the best version of ourselves, actualize our potential, and then turn around and help others. When we find our purpose and discover our mission and are on the path to being all that we can be, as Maslow reminds us, we naturally give of ourselves our greatest gift in service to the world. So once we discover our purpose, how do we continue giving our greatest gifts in greatest service to the world? Well, I love the way Brian Johnson, creator of Optimize and founder and CEO of Heroic puts it. He says, we do it by closing the gap between who we are and who we can potentially become by living with arete. I love that word, arete. That's A-R-E-T-E, arete. The Latin word the ancient Stoics used that can best be described as virtue or moral excellence. When we live to our fullest potential from moment to moment to moment, we are living with arete, thus fulfilling our purpose in life. I found the most practical way of doing this and to stay on track is to all throughout the day be asking myself, what would the best version of myself be doing right now? And then, most importantly, do it. Easier said than done, for sure. So what is the difference between our purpose and our mission? Well, your mission is your unique purpose. What is it that you and only you can do? It's important to understand that we have many missions in life, depending on where you are and what stage of life you're in. For example, if you have children, only you can be a dad or mom to your kids. Your mission, or calling if you will, is to be an extraordinary father and husband, or mother and wife, and a present member of your family. Something I wish I understood better when my kids were younger. Nature in the wild and on the farm gives lots of great illustrations of what this looks like. Cows give milk, chickens lay eggs, horses pull plows and give rides, and bees pollinate flowers. Each of them offers a different product or service to the planet that only they can fulfill. And it's the same with people as well, only even more individualized. So, how do we find our unique purpose? Your unique purpose comes at the intersection of four areas or circles in your life. Number one, what is it you love to do? Two, what is it that you are good at? Three, what is it that you and only you can do best? And four, what does the world need? At the point these four circles converge is where your unique purpose shows up. 
Now, for some people, it takes nearly a lifetime to discover their unique purpose. Sadly, for a great portion of the world, they never discover their unique purpose. And for a very lucky few, they find it very early in life. But no matter, it's not a race, it's a journey. A hero's journey, if you will. It is your unique journey that you are called to, if you are still enough to hear and wise enough to follow. Now, we'll talk about this a lot more in upcoming episodes, but for today, let's just take a little time in our meditation to ruminate and chew on those four questions. One, what is it you love to do? Two, what is it that you are good at? Three, what is it that you and only you can do best? And finally, four, what does the world need? So when you're ready, find a place, preferably sit up straight, get comfortable, close your eyes and take a few deep breaths to begin. Relax your forehead and eyebrows and shoulders. Allow your chin and jaw to relax and maybe even form a slight smile with your lips. Take some time to scan your entire body to see if there's any tightness, pain, or tension that you can release. Now, breathing through your nostrils, slowly take in and release three or four deep breaths. Now, allow your breathing to return to normal. Stay with the breath, following it wherever it goes. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. If you find your mind wandering, and we all do, or if you have trouble staying with the breath, see if it helps to picture your breath as a kite in the sky, with your thoughts as the clouds beyond the kite, slowly passing by, and tie your attention to the kite as if it were the tail of the kite, lazily following wherever it goes, in a calm, relaxed, pleasurable manner with the earth far below.
How was that for you? As you answer that question, remember, meditation isn't about doing anything perfectly. Clearing your mind, having no thoughts, or saying a mantra over and over until you reach a state of ecstasy. It's about simply observing your thoughts and feelings, your body and emotions, and developing an awareness, noting them, and then letting go. This is the first step toward finding your unique purpose. This is how you, quote, perfect yourself. The second is from St. Augustine, and he says, love, then do as you like. Man, I love that. As we seek our purpose and unique mission in life, if we are on the path of true love and service, every step we take will be a step in the right direction. Trust the process. Trust the calling. Thank you so much for being here today, my friends. And remember, life is a gift. Nature is a gift. And you are a gift back to the world. I love you. We'll see you back here again soon. Blessings. Blessings.